Welcome back to the Murder at the End of the Podcast. My name is Axel. With me today is Andy, and we have a great guest, too. Mike is with us. We're going to introduce them in a second. Just want to remind you to head over to DVRpodcast.com. If you have any questions or want to ask us questions about the show, you can email us at dvrpodcast at gmail.com and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash DVR. All righty. What an episode. I'm very excited. Oh, wait a second. I also wanted to thank Lorna for her iTunes review. Really enjoying your thoughts and theories on the show. Thanks for doing this. Well, we appreciate that, Lorna. So it's good to start out with that. But Andy, how are you doing? You know, guys, sometimes I feel like I've become an entertainer on my kids' private cruise ship. So I am, I've got a bag of opal licorice here, and I'm ready to talk with some adults for a change. So I can't wait. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. <laughs> By the way, opal licorice is not good. I have had it before. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, both of those ingredients sound disgusting. So I would imagine yeah, it's so. <laughs> My mom went to Sweden a few years ago, and it's a huge thing in that area of the of the world. And she brought it back a bag because I love I love black licorice, but it's like this weird salted licorice. Uh, not good. I do not care for it. So mm, wait, that actually doesn't sound too bad because I don't like licorice. But if you added some salt to it, I might actually that could be so weird. People taste. either love it or hate it. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm I do not feel a like there's fan. a possibility that. <laughs> Like if it has salt on it, I might, I might, I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. I do like the salty. Well, that other voice you hear there is Mike from One Mike. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. I couldn't, I couldn't contain myself. I had to speak before I was introduced. I'm sorry. That's but yeah. <laughs> quite all right. Yeah, doing good. Ready to talk about this episode. Yes, and everyone can check out Mike's coverage over at One Mike. How do, how do they find you? Why don't you tell them? Yep. Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Just search one Mike O N E M I K E, and uh, you can find it. Uh, I just posted uh, my review of the most recent episode uh, late last night. So if you're listening to this and you're like, "Hey, that guy seemed interesting. Let me see what he has to say in another medium," you can go over there and, <laughs> and see what I had to say about the episode visually. So yeah, there you go. All right. Yes, and I did do that. And actually, I wanted to start out our discussion. Um, because you did have a, you brought up a lot of good points about Darby's behavior in this episode, <laughs> taking a lot of drugs, talking a lot of people, just talking to basically anyone that came her way. She's like, it's not your kid and you're fucking elected, <laughs> just yelling shit out. Um, it was a bit extreme. And last episode, actually, I have brought up the idea of her being a very unreliable narrator. And that even in these flashbacks we're getting, how reliable is what her memory each time are things changing? Because it does seem to be going in order. And now we seem to be in the flashbacks almost up to the point we were in the first one where she starts mm -hmm. at the end and they're going to the serial killer's house, which he reluctantly did. Right? Mm -hmm. Like we have established that. Now we see why. But um, Andy and I, had been talking about her being an unreliable narrator, her maybe even being, maybe this even being a video game, ultra, uh, virtual reality. I want to start with that question. How are, How is that sitting with you now, Darby's actions in this episode, which were pretty crazy up until the point where she also 
like you, you've got people, you've got to go watch the video because Mike really goes off. Um, when she dives into the pool and gets stuck under the pool. <laughs> so, That's what the fuck you get. Which, yes, you are not a big fan of that. Um, how, are, how are you feeling about it now that you have had a little time to s- sit on it? Uh, I feel I feel exactly the same. I never really entertained the idea that none of this was real, but like I've also had people in my comments say, suggest that as well, like that none of this was real. And that, like someone said... Uh, in my comments, I think for no, maybe not this video, but the last one, uh, that uh, that they that they died in that that Bill died in the in the opening, you know, the opening scene or whatever, mm-hmm. and this whole thing is something that Darby has kind of fabricated to to mentally contend with that. I, I mean, I don't see too much evidence for that. Like, I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, if she had been, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I missed it. But I don't feel like I've been seeing kind of like erratic druggy behavior from her uh, in the flashbacks until fairly recently. And then I don't I, and I feel like the same thing with the present day, like fairly recently she started doing stuff like that. But um, she she seemed of sound mind, just poor judgment. <laughs> that's that's all I felt anyway. Yeah, there was. A, oh, I should say also we're talking about episode five, Crypt, directed by Britt Marling. So she did direct another episode. Uh, she had directed the first episode, and this was also by far the longest episode. It was like, yeah, an hour sixteen or something. And um, I think the next two, I think the next one is like forty six or forty seven, and the last one I think Hulu said forty two minutes or forty one minutes. Which, so you I'm, say the last one you mean is in the episode final seven? One? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm cool with that. I, I like. I felt that this was a lot. There was a lot of things that happened in this episode. Once I started, for, you know, it's like different parts of it. Um, it was almost like chapters of a book, and it was a lot to kind of take in. But yeah, it was a lot of crazy behavior on Darby's part, and a lot of me too. I agreed with your video, Mike, where I was kind of like. She just comes right out and yells at him. It's not your kid. And then when she's talking with Lee, like you pointed out. He's accused somebody of not being paralyzed like straight away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? Your shoes look worn. She was just on a tear. You know what I mean? Like maybe he got the shoes secondhand. Yeah, it was crazy. (laughs) Um, Like your shoes are worn. You can walk. Like what? (laughs) It was really fast. Sorry. (laughs) No, it was. And the Lee thing too, where she was like, not, you're like, She's not going to tell her that he's sterile. No, she's not going to do it. No, she's not. And then she's like, he's sterile. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) you have no decorum whatsoever. (laughs) Like, you are just going off. And I, I don't know. See, the reaction I had to that was that it's purposeful and we're watching this. And I think that it's kind of been, I do, I kind of am feeling more. And I'd like to see what you have to say too, Andy of the idea that this is that this is really all about her right like we're watching it from her perspective but the the murder shit what's happening here what happened with bill we're not getting the full story um and i think that it's going to parts that we saw before may appear differently when we see them again in memory like maybe there's a reason why we're going back to the end again with with the with the flashback that we're going to see yeah. it again but this time we're going to see it how it really happened 
Yeah, yeah there's I, definitely a big chunk missing. But before Andy, before you answered, I also want to yep. throw out a, a, an additional question to kind of like piggyback off what Axel just asked us. I want to and to you, Axel, as well. How would you guys feel if there was some some sort of thing like that, like what you just suggested, like a um uh like some of it's not real or or some of it's fabricated or whatever coping mechanism, any anything like that. Like, would you guys be okay with that? You know, for me, that completely depends on the execution. I mean, if it if it's executed like as well as something like the Matrix, perfectly fine with it. But if it's executed in a way, I won't. I'm trying, can't think of another example. But there's tons of them out there where something like that happens, and it's just it doesn't feel earned. If they can fill in the blanks that were missing in a in an effective way, I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't. I, don't, I like being tricked if it, if it's well done. If, that, if, it's, yeah. if it's done sloppy and shitty, and then I then I won't care for it. So it it all depends on the execution in my mind. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Sure. Yeah, me too. Totally. I'm, and I, um, I feel that way about every uh, cliche or trope or whatever, right? If it's done well, it can yeah. feel original and it can feel reinvigorated. Mm -hmm. um, so far, if so that's why I'm saying if they are going down that way, that she is an unreliable narrator, we're going to find, then I do think that they have set the tone for that properly, especially with her behavior in this episode. And, you know, some of the stuff with her, I think, it, I think the show is about her. I mean, I think that's, it becomes more and more clear every episode. And I don't, there's been a couple of theories floating around since the beginning of this show. And I never didn't really think much about them and didn't really, this was the first time I actually thought there might be something to this especially with the way she was responding to everybody and telling everybody like when she just blurts all the information out to Sean or blurts it all out to Andy or accuses Andy with basically no evidence or goes right to the pool, goes right to, it's like she's following commands and it's like, she's, I mean, people have surmised since the beginning that she might be an Android or something like that. Mm. I could definitely see that because that's how a computer would react. A computer is going to give that information. The second it gets asked that. I think what, Bubba had, a, that didn't Bubba have feedback on his, yeah, sure. there was something like, yep, something yeah. very similar to that. And it was the other thing. And I mean, I'm still not completely we sold on that, that idea, but I think it's something. And the other thing that made me think of it that really reinforced it was something that Lou May says about what she's developing, the the security system that she's like basically the minority report thing that she is developing. Mm -hmm. well, that sounds a lot like what Darby is doing. Yeah, it, do it does sound like. Darby's and, going around investigating everybody and figuring out what they're doing, what they're, where they, I mean, it's, it's, or it almost seems like, are, is it are they two competing programs? Yeah, that's what I was thinking about, Andy. Is it, the game actually it, between yeah. Lou May's AI and, I mean, and, and or Lou May's thing and Darby, whatever she was creating? I don't know. That's, I'm still kind of parsing that one out in my head, but I think there's, that's a possibility that I am not going to throw away. Well, I was working on something that was connected to that because that conversation, the two conversations with Lou May during the show, when she's interrogated by Andy and Darby, and then when they're sitting around the fire, I found what she said to be some of the most interesting stuff in the episode. And it made me think of also what's the director's name, Martin, where yeah. he, he brought up again this is some kind of test. We're mm -hmm. right. Like he keeps bringing that up. He's convinced that this is a test 
and that well that and that was what i brought up like four or five episodes ago yeah. that we were talking about where i said is this a, is this a, the same kind of test that harrison ford runs in blade runner to, to, to find replicants to, is it one of those kind of things where it's it's a test to see if the ai is actually working or willy like wonka or a willy yeah, wonka, wonka test yeah where if yep. she can somehow beat it they're perfecting it because that is maybe what's going to rule in the millionaire climate change bunker, right? Like, mm-hmm. is that, and, and like we had talked about that too, like somehow Darby, this is all a test for her to see if maybe they formulated, um, and it's going, it goes back to the invited thing too, right? Like, some people were invited by Lee. Some people were invited. Maybe it's really Lou May and Andy, and it has something to do with his bankrupt ass company. Maybe her company is going to buy his company or take it over, or they're testing it, or it's the mm-hmm. big sale that he has to make to come back. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Mike, does any of this sound uh, non crazy? <laughs> or realist back into shore? Like, we're getting out, <laughs> yeah, out of the deep man. water. You got, I like, I've been sitting over here just, man, making all sorts of faces, just uh, <laughs> looking like the meme. Have you seen the meme of the woman who's squinting and there's all kinds of like equations going around? Like, like that's, that's what I've been sitting here doing. And I'm just like, man, are you guys going to be disappointed if it's just a straightforward, regular kind of normal motivation? And nah. this is just the, the quirks of who this character is. Like they just wrote the Darby character as somebody who investigates in this fashion like like maybe like would you guys be disappointed if it was something simple like that because like my thing is i don't i don't get any kind of like like if they were kind of like inconsistencies within the reality then i would i would be more on board with that but like to me it's always felt like darby is just this is just how this character is written like she's just this kind of person and like if I don't know. I don't really see anything that makes me think that there's any kind of like that level of trickery going on where it's like a test or anything like that. Like, I don't know. I, I just I would feel well, like I I'd want to see something. I think something I, that makes me question the nature of the reality. And, and I'm not saying it isn't there. I'm just saying if it is, I, I haven't noticed it. If it's completely, completely straight, I'll be fine with it. If there's a way to ex- there's it's part of the reason why I still think there's something weird going on is. There are still way too many coincidental things. Every episode it happens where she walks in and it's it just happens to be at the right time. It, and somebody comes right to her and it's like they come up to her one after another. And there's Sean so many dies. coincidences. She walks out What's, of the room. Sean dies. Right. Like I thought yeah, of you. Yeah, when that I don't happened, think any Andy. of that's I don't think any of that is coincidental. And that's what I mean. It's a, there's too many of those things happening all the time where it's I don't it does, there, there's just not any times where it's like, like no, she's just hanging out. Not that this needs a lot of hangout time, but it's. It does. It does. It seems like it's unintended. Like the second she walks into the basement or the kitchen, the one episode, and then all of a sudden they're there. That's exactly when they're having the meeting, so she can overhear all this stuff. And just mm-hmm. the coincidences just seem to be too, too much for not something more. I mean, if it's all, if I'll be completely fine if it doesn't go off to crazy town. I just I love living in crazy town. So yes, <laughs> I agree with Andy. Man, if it goes into crazy town, I'm gonna feel like such a fucking rube yeah. just sitting here like. <laughs> Man, I didn't, I didn't see any of that coming. <laughs> I, I I agree with Andy. It it I'm cool with, and we we talked about it. We've talked about it before, and I was going to bring it up this episode more that I still think that Andy is the main suspect and is the most. I mean, she comes out and says it, 
you took him out because you found out about the kid. Even though she comes out and says it, I still think that motherfucker is probably <laughs> our biggest suspect because he is the one who has the most control over what's happening and could eavesdrop on any of them, see what's happening. He brings up a 3D rendering of everything that's happening. Remember we were questioning the earlier, Andy, we were saying like, how do they know what temperature the body is or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're, they're tracking every, that is a state of the art. Any we, this is a different universe, right? Mm, yeah. In this universe. And I think it, it we, we also see it in the scene, in the end of the scene with Bill and Darby in the desert, when they're traveling in the flashback, when we see all the smoke and she's like, you smell like smoke and shit is burning. It's like, even more so than in our current time, people have become normalized to like the world is on fire. Like climate change is more advanced, I think, in this world than ours. And their science is different. There's something else they mentioned in this uh, episode that I, oh, I, for, I forgot to write it down, but they, somebody mentioned some sciencey thing, but says it happened like in the 60s. When in our world, it happened in like recently. I can't remember what, what? it was. A very quick oh. thing that someone says. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I did um, too. I, oh, man. I'm going to have to go back and look at the, You know, I did, uh, you brought up the fire thing. And one thing I thought was strange. Did, did, do you think, I think there's any, sim, any reason why there was so much fire in this episode? Mm. She sees fire twice in the flashback, once on the wall, once up by the gas station. There's a fire. They sit around a fire pit when they talk at the resort. Yeah. There's a fireplace on in Andy's crypt. There, yes. I think it was one other time too. There's yeah. fire in this episode a lot, way well, more. Because they, well, they said that the heat was out. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I, I, but I mean, there's still there was also the fire, the two different fires in the flashback too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it I don't could know. Just and the, well, yeah, and the first one I just took is like, the, well, I, I don't remember which two there were in the flashback, but I remember the main one in the flashback. I just remember thinking like, this is the their kind of like their moment to take their commentary on climate change. Yeah, well, the second, like, exactly. like he makes some state, Bill makes some statement. Like, uh, like I, I can't remember what it was, but it was something that was very, you know, the second one is when, on climate change kind of, you know, kind of statement. The, uh, the second one is when she's got her, her suspect list on the wall in the motel room and the motel room wall starts on fire. Yeah. Right. Right. Good. Right. Yeah. Andy, I think you're right to me. That's like a dream logic kind of, yeah, that's kind of what oh, it's yeah. like, pushing but... the idea of the world on fire. That's even why I said it. It feels like that. And here we are at the end of the world in the snow and this guy's building this fucking bunker, right? which we now know goes negative, goes to negative 10, <laughs> right? Like, And, you know, since I was on so, the fire thing, too, I want to say one thing about that place. He was burning wood. He it wasn't up to fire. It wasn't up to code. Well, he was burning wood down there. So they got a haul. There was a stack of wood there. So they're hauling wood 10 stories down. And if anyone has ever cleaned a fireplace, that is a pain in the ass. And to vent all that 10, 10 levels, I don't, something that just, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. It's advanced not a clean burning venting technology. Thing. I guess so. Have you yeah. seen the kind of technology yeah, this guy has, on. Andy? Have you yeah, seen Andy's so, tech, Andy? So why, yeah, why is he using wood then? I just don't know. I don't know. And he's doing, he's doing his life There's not extension. A lot of, yeah. It's, yeah. Things are happening there. He, he's got the tech to clean that. Um, that was kind of cool though, wasn't it? When the, she just like, it, I, I like the way they put things in there subtly in this show. And yeah, to further answer your question, Mike, I'm not going to be disappointed. We had brought up 
like I said, like Andy, if it's just that, if it's, that's what it turns out to be, maybe she's being, we had talked about, it's possible that they're even drugging her coffee, right? That we, mm-hmm. we saw that before, um, or that he's leading her through this to confuse her or to pin it on her or something. It could definitely be something like that. And if all these other things are red herrings, well, that's cool because I just like a show that makes you kind of think and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just kind of fun to talk about. And I found, I find the show compelling either way, you know, if it is more so about a love story between two people and what we see in this episode, I want to bring up with her relationship with Bill, um, how she is kind of like toying with him and pushing him away. And he's like, I remember when I fell in love with you and she's like, let's get on the case. You know, she's not really (laughs) buying into his, he's much more interested in her. And then he even, I think Bubba brought this up at some point. He says like, I'd have to die for you to be interested in me. You know, um, Mm -hmm. there, I think that their relationship, if it turns out to be more about that, or, if we see the end and like I texted to you when um, you had your, what was your theory again about bill that it's because Bubba had some, some of this, I think this is becoming a oh, that bill died theory. in the basement. I think it was, I didn't have that theory, but I have, no. I have heard that theory. Okay. What theory did you have, Mike? You brought up your theory at the end. I, I, I don't, I don't even know if I had a really like a fully fledged out theory. I just, I'm kind of hung up on the idea that Bill either is not dead at all or that he somehow has orchestrated this uh, prior to dying. Like, like he's somehow involved in this. Like, I think it's a two person game between uh, my guess is possibly Bill and, and Ray, the AI. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. I haven't fully fleshed it out or really thought about it too much. And then I feel like this episode in particular or uh, kind of leaned into the idea that Bill might not actually be dead with somebody, the, the uh, whoever that was saying something, if you want to see him again or something like that. And I'm just yep. like, ah, uh, now they're kind of leaning. That actually kind of pulled me away from it. When they said that, I'm like, ah, uh, now they're kind of leaning into it. So now I'm not so sure. <laughs> well, and that's, they leaned into that a couple of times. Cause there was another, uh, there was some matching dialogue too. When um, that made me think that too, that when um, what's her name? Darby called, called um what's the asshole guy's name again i always forget david David. and david answer david answers and says and after a sentence or so he says are you high and then in the flashback after that when they when right before the the fire burns bill says it in the same exact intonation are you high like Mm -hmm. it's an exact mirror of that and i think that um that i'm thinking of that too another thing that threw me off of my like when we had talked about is it real or not and i think actually one time you and i talked about is it some kind of game and David actually calls her a non-playable character at one time. Also makes me think yes. they're trying to throw people off of that too. Yes, I love that. That was. I true. thought that was a very interesting choice of yeah. words as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hell, when she go when she first approaches Andy in his crypt, and after he's dismissed his wife and child, right? He's like, <laughs> "Take the kid away, who I'm supposedly <laughs> love more than anything in the world." You know. Um, <laughs> He and I love the that you pointed out. Uh, Clive Owen's acting in this episode was really fantastic. When Ooh, he has boy, a chance, he's, he's to good. Hit, yeah. yeah. He when he hams it up, he really goes for it, and it really it comes off very well. You know, 
Um, he just kind of, even when he's going nuts, he somehow still looks a little bit like he's got a stick up his ass, you know, like <laughs> he just has a way of doing it that it is very good. But he says she wants to read him King Arthur and I want him to be King Arthur. And he holds up that VR thing. Right. And I thought that that was kind of interesting bringing up the idea of the, the test, the challenge, like if, if Darby and then they, then that kind of, then they go off and do their little detective thing together. Right. And start interviewing people. All of a sudden they're a team until she backstabs him by interviewing Lee without his permission. Right. I found that whole thing to be kind of interesting. Like they were playing out a little game. Like all of a sudden the rivals came together, you know, like the main suspect joins mm-hmm. with the detective. Like it's almost like a Hannibal Lecter type situation or something like that. Right. <laughs> so I thought that well, that also added towards the, this feels a little bit like a video game or like a standardized detective story, you know? So that, the that thing with, that's uh, what adds the unreal. I'm sorry, Eddie, but that, just say that's what yeah, adds the feeling of unreality to me is the way she keeps stumbling directly one after the other into these situations and everything, something always happens. Right. Yeah. Well, in that same sequence, it happens too when she goes to talk to Lee and Lee supposedly doesn't know about the, about zoomer not being Andy, uh, Andy's kid. And she goes into the bathroom and it just happens to be that the bag is open there with the passports and the, all this and the wig and everything. I mean, some of the timing stuff is just bizarre. I also, when you, uh, quick, when you mentioned the, the, the him picking up the VR thing and he gets mad about that, it was very reminiscent of Bill getting mad about Darby being on the phone all the time too. I thought yeah. just something, something about Bill. And I, I, I want to see what Bill and Andy's relationship is. That's some, there has to be something there. And I don't, I want to see more of that. Man, you guys are not going to be able to have me back on this podcast if I'm wrong because I'm going to be so fucking embarrassed. But I'm just sitting here. I'm just sitting here. All the stuff that you say, I noticed, but I'm just looking at it like this is how they go find clues in murder mysteries. I'm like, to me, it's it's yeah. You just kind of got to turn your brain off because it's implausible. Like, oh yeah, she convened. Like, yeah, of, of course, uh, Darby's going to be rude enough to as soon as she goes into the bathroom to vomit over learning about her, you know, she, her kids, uh, you know, dad is somebody different. As soon as she goes in to vomit about that, I'm going to go dig through her shit. Like, yeah, nobody's going to do that. But I'm sitting here like, well, that's, I mean, that's how things work in these types of shows. That's how the detectives find the clues. They go snooping around. So I'm like, yeah. So like, I'm just writing that shit off as just like, this is just how it works in the genre. So like, if it ends up being like the shit you guys are talking about, I'm going <laughs> to look like such a fucking rude No, man. no, so I don't like, think so. I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I don't no, think so you either. Think you, I'm going to think so. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Because I think I'm it exists. Like, man, you didn't, even, you didn't even get off the couch and try to figure this thing out, huh, no. did you? <laughs> I think it can exist on both levels, right? Like, we don't have to, you don't have to believe that they're creating a spoof, but it is the the tropes are there for a reason like they know that they're making a trope you know but it's not as though they're always trying to throw it in your face like so like i could like um like say a ryan murphy would do right like in some of the american horror story stuff or even if in like a something like a scream where they mention it you know this is the part in the movie where 
the, the, meta, the ganja, super meta yes, stuff. the super meta stuff, right? I think it can exist. I think in good television or good storytelling it can exist on both levels where yeah. there is a nod to it. But if the if in the end, the answer to this mystery, because it is a, essentially a mystery, right, that we're trying to solve here, these uh, or a series of murders, which we believe are interconnected, um, that's another thing, too, is that they could, again, we should bring up the idea that they could just all be totally random acts that are happening. Um, but uh, either way, it's the journey, right? Like, it's kind of, like, I don't really... That's why I'm not super attached to any one of these ideas. I'm, I really, the best option for me is for them in the final two episodes for something to happen that I totally didn't see coming at a left field. But then when I look back or we look back, we're like, oh shit, look, that's, that explains it, right? Like that's what we're all kind of looking for. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not married to any idea I yeah. toss out there either. I just, I, I, I hope to be proven wrong. Actually, I, I like to just throw it, throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, kind of a thing. So, the, um, uh, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, but I will say one kind of more plausible thing that is going on is: Do you got? Don't you think that it's been mentioned? We see the robots building it. We now know that the hotel goes down ten floors. That it does, the, all the climate change talk, it does seem to be that something that is happening is Andy does seem to be building some sort of bunker thing, right? Like, am I, I, I don't think that's a mystery at this point. I think that we're, they say it in the show. Um, you know, like I, I think spoke, the mystery is just what is it, what is he what's it about? doing it for? It's yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think last week we found out that he was building. Uh, the bunker to set up the uh, the the silo and murder at the end of the world crossover season. Yeah, yeah, and then this this episode we learn. Uh, well, we don't learn why, but he why they suspect why. Um, I have a question for you guys, and this is something that you had a few. Uh, well, I guess I had a few chuckles watching you go crazy about it, Mike, <laughs> on your video. Um. <laughs> The whole thing where Andy gets so upset about the leak to the Wall Street Journal. Oh, that was awesome. And then he goes fucking nuts and he's like, my accountant sold me out for stock or something, right? Like, I can't yeah, trust yeah. anyone. Uh, what's up with that? <laughs> uh, what's up with my reaction to it? No, no. I just mean it was it, it, he made such a big point out of everything but i think like you pointed out i think bubba pointed out i thought about it too was the fact that he he told bill's family and everything like i thought the i thought he had already yeah. kind of given permission to get the word out i didn't understand or in general too do we think it matters is there a leak like is someone actually like leaking What's happening there? Well, well I think. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead, Andy. Okay, oh, well, I was, I was just. just... <laughs> <laughs> you go, Andy. You go. Okay. You go. You go. I was. I think there must be some significance to it because they've said multiple times over episodes that the internet's out, or we we have to take your phones, or we have to. But then they allow some people to have phones, and it's. Some, I think there's something there. I just I can't figure out what what that exactly is or what it's about. And we know Lou May tried to break it uh, after yeah. Rohan died. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know 
Um, I mean, I just kind of look at it as general frustration of like, you know, when you're at the top and you're trying to do really big deal shit and it's like, man, I can't even trust my therapist. And now I'm tr- bringing these people here. And again, this is me reading completely <laughs> what they're giving me and not looking too deeply into it. But, you know, I'm trying to do something about climate change. I invite the greatest minds here and we're going to sit here and figure this shit out. And now motherfuckers are dying. I can't trust anybody. Everybody's leaking my shit to the fucking press. And I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> and like, that's, that's how I took it, man. Like, I'm, I'm reading everything, not everything, but, you know, I'm reading a lot of this stuff just kind of kind of straight up and I, I just read the frustration of somebody who was so sick of people's shit and i just really that really resonated with me man it really resonated part of why i love that part too is that, that to me that seemed like the one time where he's being completely honest with what he's saying yeah right? that's what I I said that was what i yeah. believed he's not yeah. the murderer anymore yeah, yeah. i know that's a great point that's <laughs> like, uh, that is a great point mike and i remember when you said that in the video i was like that's kind of how i felt too like it even though I do think he's still because he has the power and everything that that he kind of broke through his shell, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was like, he he let his guard down at that moment. I thought, I I love that moment too. And I also laughed. That was great, but he didn't seem to give anything away either, you know? But then again, I don't know if he did or if, if the person leaking is going to, if that's going to become some sort of plot point or because we do have the idea like with Sean telling Darby that his company is broke, right? That mm-hmm. there is some sort that like info, there's certain information is coveted at this point. And I guess we just don't know what is, you know, or what's happening as if what's happening here. And all this kind of information blackout um, because there is the introduction. We had talked about this last episode. It didn't happen this episode, but it's hinted towards. And he says to Darby that the authorities are arriving there, right? Like they've made it through the storm or whatever. So we're finally going to get that introduction of the late arriving guest, which is a staple of these kind of detective stories. And I think that's going to be interesting. Is that is that when this person will reveal themselves? Have they been contacting the cops or reporters? You know what I'm saying? Like something I mean, like that. Here, here I am ringing the same bell again, but I'm just going to Occam's razor this thing. Uh, Lume <laughs> said after Rohan's death, she got nervous. So she broke through the firewall to get a message to her security team in case she needed an extraction. Oh, good that point. It's probably the moment where it leaked what happened to Rohan and that they were stuck. Cause that's probably what she told her security yeah. team. And then that's probably when the information leaked. But didn't she also say that she couldn't, she tried, but she couldn't reach them. I thought that's what oh. she said. Yeah. No. Yeah. You might be right. You might be right. I mean, that still could be when the information leaked, but yeah, like, depending oh, on sure. how the, how she tried to transmit this message. Yeah, but, she sent the oh, message. Yeah, I think you they, are right that she did yeah. say that she, she couldn't get to them. That's a good point. And when she said extraction, it made me think of the boat and the Zodiac. Oh yeah. Was no, that I part of it? You know, was she somehow, was Rohan's boat somehow helping her or are they connected in some way or um, are there other, are that's there, a, you know, cause that's, that's a question. That's mm-hmm. another thing too, is the connections, the other connections between the other people. Like if we even mm-hmm. separate it from Bill and Lee and Darby and Andy, how are they could be connected to each other? And that's when we find out that David is, 
Um, I, I can't remember who's fucking that other dude, which I thought was and funny when he's like, I'm Oliver. not telling you why he's coming to my room. And he's like, I <laughs> fucked him good. <laughs> right? he's yeah. like, and then he wanted and, more. <laughs> that and was Dar- awesome. Darby says corporate espionage doesn't take place at midnight or something like yeah. that. When she has to explain it to Andy, there's another <laughs> connection I found with David. Um, on the passport that least fake passport or if that's ah. a real passport, I'm not sure. It says she was born in Argentina. That's where David is from. Mm. In the earlier okay. episode, and what was that earlier? Yeah, I would say the earlier thing where I think it was Sean said that David would have a reason to want to kill Lee or something like that. Yeah, well, and I think it was, and there was a time when at some point I think I want to say it was when Darby was doing research with Ray, and Ray said that David is from Argentina. So and Lee's passport says home lives in Argentina as well. I thought that that couldn't have been a coincidence. I don't think. Well, that reminds us that remember the first thing she said, like um, uh, her toast was like to to escape, to find the way out, or something. Isn't that yeah. what she oh, says? Oh yeah, to yeah. What the heck was that? I have it somewhere in here, but because yeah, to, but to find, finding a way out sounds that's, sounds and right. And that was the connection made uh, with the person who attacks Darby in the room and says, this is a labyrinth. Even if you get to the end of it, Bill is not going to be alive, right? Like the, uh, this idea of trying to find the way out, like our people, because when you tell me, say that about David and Lee, she is she, could they be trying to help her get out of there with Zoomer? Maybe that mm-hmm. is what it's about, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe Andy is just a crazy person yelling about, he can't trust anybody. Maybe, you know, perhaps I think that's a very plausible. If, assuming yeah. all the crazy shit we talk about yeah. isn't happening, I could see that being a, a very, very plausible thing of what's yeah. going on here. You could see well, that. For, for obvious reasons. I want to live yeah. in a world where the Andy character is not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. But yeah, sure. But I think I'm that you're it, like, oh, it resonated with me so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Well. Well, I think it also makes sense for David, this gruff guy, right? The more we find out about he could he could end up being sympathetic, right? Like I think in situations like this, in shows mm-hmm. like this, you find these people who are at first yeah, showing where they seem like they're the asshole the yeah. whole time and like the old guy in Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting a Home Alone reference. I like it. Right though? It's true. That's like a classic yeah. example. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, let's talk about the end, which Darby gets trapped in the pool. And the idea that Ray did this is very plausible because this, uh, there was the helmet, which is like, and it's also almost dying in the same way, right? Like this lack of oxygen type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's interesting. Like we thought the helmets might have been. So, Mike, did you feel the same way last episode that those helmets yep. were switched, right? Yep. Yeah, I, I said that I felt like the helmets were switched. Uh, the because they made such a big point of showing them putting it in the back seat like that, yeah. and the car flipping over. I'm like, okay, the helmets obviously got mixed up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that the one that was on Sean was probably meant for Darby. But then it, the only thing that kind of held me up with that was if I looked at it as like, okay, Ray can control whether or not that helmet can come a loose, come can come loose, or uh, what I, I don't know. I just felt like 
if it accidentally ended up on Sean, they could call the audible and be like, all right, we'll take it, you know, let, you know, release it or whatever. And I'm like, uh, but, then, I, but also maybe Ray could be like, well, fuck Sean too. I don't care. <laughs> I don't, I don't know Ray's agenda yet. <laughs> I don't even know that Ray is involved. Yeah. Or, but yes, I did think that the helmets got switched. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be, that's, that's a, that's a good point that you'd think he would have, they wouldn't need to get like, why would he, if they were switched, you would go ahead with it anyway. But, um, I mean, you could say the same for Sean dying when she did that. It was just like all of a sudden the equipment, it seemed like the equipment went and then she was like, (gasps) right? Like, I I don't know if I'd have to watch it back, but it it just occurred. That whole thing with her dying was just very weird. weird. Sean's was very different from the rest of them and that's kind of yeah. throwing me off a little bit I feel like the other deaths were kind of consistent like you know like the the the, the little things were were, were yeah. different but like I felt like the other deaths were kind of similar Rohan and, and and Bill Sean's felt I don't know like she was way too aware and like it was very obvious she knew this was about to happen I feel like yes and I, I didn't get that with Rohan or Bill yeah or, or if I did get it it was like and, oh shit, I'm about to die. Whereas Sean looked yeah. like, all right, well, see you later. <laughs> That's why it did seem, uh, again, uh, you know, strangely video game ish, or like she just kind of like sacrificed her. Like she was like, yeah, well, my turn's up. You know, let me tell you something. And then I'm going to, when you walk into the other room, I'm going to die. So you don't have to be in the room when it happens and be accused of it. Right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, sending was- her out of the room. But the thing when the pool, the whole thing with the uh, Morris code and the lamp and you can see in the background, you can see Ray like looking over her shoulder while she's looking at the lamp, right? Like his big face. I didn't see that, but I would have lost my shit. If yeah. I Watch it again. He's like watching her, his eyes move and he's like watching her as she sees it and like, like starts to cipher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like but, the equivalent of like an actor like reading the like moving their mouth with the other like actor's lines. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it did seem like that actually. You should watch it again. Um <laughs> but in the end it just did seem like he sent the message. She he she goes dives in there, whatever gets in the pool, he closes the thing when he gets the chance. But then again, I feel like we're going to start the next episode with him opening it and saying, Darby, are you okay, Darby? Can you yeah, breathe? You know, Your temperature that is Morse, low. That Morse code thing, too, is more fuel for the is Bill still alive theory. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's there, there was a lot of those little nuggets dropped in here, too. I just, I don't, that whole sequence was, I, why the hell did she go in the pool? Can anyone actually answer that question? Well, my thought was she was cold and it was warm. Okay. Yes, yeah, that it was is. freezing in there, and and that was a heated pool because it had the smoke coming off of it, steam mm-hmm. coming yeah. off of it. But she seen as Francine on our Facebook page asked a question: Why does Darby run around outside without warm clothing? <laughs> Which is a good question. <laughs> when she's so cold, she jumps in a fucking pool. Um, <laughs> she also asked: Why is Darby doing so many drugs? Well, all of this we see her doing drugs in the past. We see her doing drugs here. That can be a clue, again, towards what we're seeing is influenced by that, or people are taking advantage of that. It could be that that's the real reason why Bill broke up with her, is there's Mm -hmm. stuff we're not seeing and scenes we're not seeing where he's like, hey, put the drugs down. Because remember, he's like a straight edge dude, right? 
he doesn't even like coffee. So I think she. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just I'm just saying it, it could be that she has had a history of having a drug problem and was stealing the drugs from her dad's mortuary or whatever when she was a kid, and this is an issue that has been an issue with her. Yeah, I, I think it, I think that's part of it, and then I also think that. From her perspective, it's a possibility that she looks at uh, drugs as something she needs in order to perform within this, I don't know, whatever you want to call this, within this field oh, line like of work. Sherlock Holmes yeah. type shit. Yeah, like yep. she looks at it like in the flashback. When yep, I was exactly. when I got high, I figured the whole shit out. And uh, now in the yep. present day, she's like, oh, I've got all the pieces. I just got to figure out how to put them together. And she's like, you know yep. what? Last time I couldn't figure this shit out when I got high, I figured it out. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. She's looking at it like this is what I need in order to get my mind in a place to where I can figure this shit out. That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought, too. It was kind of like the artist thing where right? I can only create yeah, when like I'm artists. high. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting. Oh, I hadn't thought I hadn't thought of that, but that's it. But I think that either way, the show is telling us that this is an essential part of her character that maybe we had not yet really considered and her relationship with Bill as well since we know about his reluctance to get high, do drugs, drink, or anything like that, right? Man, the guy doesn't really even want to fuck, you know? He's kind of like, he's <laughs> pretty straight edge, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. It doesn't look like he would be either. I remember back weird in tattoos, the tattoos, weird haircut. Yeah, well, that's just like, uh, yeah. Uh, the whole look is is very good. I think they've got it down pat. Um, let's see what else she, uh, since we're looking at Francine's questions. Oh, she has an interesting one. Is Sean Darby's mother? Because we do have the mystery of Darby's mother. Could could she represent her in some way? Could she be her mom? But that would, that would have to be then some sort of grand play that I, I don't know about that one. Yeah, because she's not that, that actress isn't that old, is she? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter how old she. I mean, she doesn't seem in the show. She doesn't seem like she would be. I think old so. To be that, I think so. I think she looks okay. like she could be close to fifty. Because Darby's like twenty. I mean, who knows? You could have a kid when you're fifteen, sixteen, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. Um, that's interesting. I don't know, Mike. You think anything about that, or or maybe or Darby's mom in general? Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on that? Is there is there a mystery about Darby's mom that I'm forgetting at the moment? No, she just mentioned that she died when she was young, and oh, okay. and Andy she was and gone. I, oh, she was I don't gone. Know she said, okay, yeah, she was gone. Yeah, I don't think they've actually said yeah. what happened. And, and um, Andy and I have theorized that, or I think Andy did that. Perhaps her father is the killer. Who's father? Darby's? Yeah, in the past. Yeah, Darby's father. Yeah, yep, is the one that shot him in the basement. Well, that would explain. Well, no. I mean, I was going to say not, that would explain why the show was playing coy with naming the person yeah, in this episode. Yeah, very but coy. Darby, <laughs> I don't know unless I don't know unless it's I'm a not, different I'm name. I'm not hundred percent on that one. I just thought it was a possibility to throw out there. Yeah, it just interesting. Seems just like no, idea. it seems plausible. You know, the other thing, Axel, that uh, it was just thinking about it, the thing with the drugs and her showing all the drugs things that also still still reinforces my idea last week about Zoomer being. Darby's kid, I think. The line, oh, the line, 
yeah, the tell, language. Tell, tell oh, Mike yes. if he didn't if he didn't hear. No, this. it couldn't be. It. Oh, I'm sorry. It couldn't be. No, it couldn't be her dad because she went through the whole ancestry.com of the of the killer. Yeah. Theoretically. So but she would know that she's few, related. Wasn't there That's a few true. missing yeah. thing? Yeah, you're you're right. That's what that probably that one I wasn't real. I was, I just thought it was a possibility. I didn't I was real. So I was over here thinking about that, so I didn't hear the thing that you said. <laughs> you okay, said before the, that. The part about the uh her taking all the drugs and basically being an addict. And last yeah. week I had said on the on here that um let me go back to my little It's basically we're calling it the kill bill theory. Yes. Okay, you've obviously caught all the references to Kill Bill throughout this show. I mean, that that's not a secret, but I, I can't even <laughs> I can't even write sentences without thinking about that movie. <laughs> yeah. So the um, I was trying to find. Okay, so way back in the way back in the, the first, uh, I think it's the first time we see Andy, or the second time we see him in the show. He mentions that his biological parents were addicts, and and they're they're all that. And there was also the thing about. I mean, some of it actually was disproven this week because it looks like they slept together more than once. But Bill's mom last week said the line about the psychic saying he would have a child with someone he only slept once. Yeah, and, and I, I missed that. Like uh, people put it in my YouTube comments, like, "Oh man, you you mentioned that one thing." I'm like, "It's because I didn't fucking hear it." Well, <laughs> I, didn't, and, I don't remember and, that at all. In that same in that same episode, Darby in the hotel says she thinks they're nearing the end, which that could possibly mean that they only slept together once. We mm-hmm. and we still it's still. Still don't know how Darby and Bill got out of the basement. It just it that was always bothered the hell out of me. That's that's what led me to this idea. And at the end of Kill Bill Volume One, obviously the bride finds out she has a child and the child is alive. She didn't know because she was in a coma. Mm-hmm. What if Darby was the one who got shot in that basement, ended up in a coma, and was pregnant? Somehow Bill got the child and gave it to Lee and Andy. That's why Darby is here to meet her child. This also would make sense this week with her being an addict and Andy being like. She can't take care of a child because she's an addict. So I'm going to give give do the same kind of thing I did when I was. I laid it out a little better last week, but that's kind of the gist of the theory. So, so Zoomer Zoomer is the kid of Bill and and Darby. Yes. Oh man, I'm too high for this right now. Um, <laughs> I thought you didn't do podcasts while you were high. What happened? Fuck. Huh, you got what? high for this one. Uh, oh, I, now I get high for a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's a man. Interesting theory, I'd have right? To noodle, I'd have to noodle on that a little bit longer, but I, uh, I like it. Uh, I don't. I don't. I can't immediately. Nothing immediately comes to mind that makes me think no. Like uh, I, I like it. It works. It works with the Kill Bill movie. I don't see any holes in it necessarily. Well, it, it also it was also weird that Lee didn't. Seem to not if, if you take Lee for and, her and, word at this. And then one, I was about to say that would explain why Lee is so confused. Yeah, how does she but not then, know that Andy is not the father? I mean, then, well, then what? Then it, it if if Zoomer is the kid of Darby and Bill, wouldn't Lee know that she didn't birth that kid? That's what you would think. Yes, but she, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's something with Lee. I don't. Lee seems like the most unreliable. Lee's you, no, source they, information. Oh, no, you wait. just took the words right out of my. Mouth. I was about to say Lee's the <laughs> yeah. way more unreliable narrator yeah. than Darby but, because everything Lee say don't make like it doesn't really track with me. Well, yeah. well, there's one way they could do it, but it would be so soapy and crazy. 
if it was like a, so you love it, it yeah if it would right be, up your alley axel it'd be like a, number one show of 2023 coming now exactly it'll be like a double don't remember my pregnancy or or a or a um lee was pregnant but then had complications the baby died at the same time they had darby's kid and Andy and Bill worked out a swap. And in payment for that, Bill was given this amazing career. And uh, Andy was like the first person who started buying up all his art. And you know what I mean? It like made him famous. Or what if, what if Lee isn't actually Lee? Lee is that Marie Larson or whatever the name is. Andy brought her there basically as an actress because he knows Lee would be, would have an in. Oh with my God! Darby loves Lee. That's amazing. Ooh, I like that. You motherfucker. And, That's a good one. And he created all the the internet stuff and the, 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 yeah. the, the websites. Yes. Wow, Andy, I like that's mm-hmm. cuckoo crazy cat baby. No, well, but it's no, it's a lot more. It, that's that's a lot more plausible than some yeah. of the other crazy sci-fi shit yeah, we could do. No, that's into. that's, that's true. why that one draws me in because I like that. Now it explains it explains the the a social uh, hack. The, the, the the all the all the extra shit, the wig and the fake ID, all that kind of yep. shit, or or maybe in her case, the real ID. It explains well, and, why Andy keeps trying to stop her from talking to Lee, like, and, and why it, she was being so weird, like when she knew she was in the room but didn't. Uh, but just kind of left the room. Remember that? And way and like back the in the episode? first one of the first couple episodes, they had said nobody's seen Lee for six years after she was doxxed, and then all of a sudden Lee is everywhere. I mean, it would make sense. It would like he's a, uh, yeah, may- maybe she is on, under Andy's employment. I mean, that it would make. Wow. Uh, I don't know. That's a good one, Andy. And but that and that would could also play into, in some way too, the test idea as well about what what's going on there that that yeah that's that a could bunch be a of ruse. actors that are hired yeah that could be a ruse for many different reasons you know be the mm-hmm. kid the test the i like that dude that's good yeah because that it what it immediately made me think when she had the passport and the fake id all that kind of stuff is that she was trying to escape him right and i think that that is the and that perhaps David was somehow involved with it, with helping her um, and was her friend. But what you're saying is even more interesting, you know, and I like that a lot because then it, it kind of perverts our sympathies, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're here's feeling, another thing. Yeah. Here's another thing about that theory too. If that's the case, then everybody else is in on it. Cause yep. then, then they all would be, have to be pretending that that's Lee in front of, Darby. That would, I mean, if it was all some giant play that Andy has staged for Darby. None of the people could be the real people. She doesn't know who they are. And nobody, nobody is actually dead. It would make sense to, as why all of the, why all the weird coincidences when Darby enters a room, all of a sudden this big info dump comes to her every time. I mean, it would make, it would make all that make sense. We did talk a little bit about this last episode where we were talking about the idea between computer hacking and social hacking mm-hmm. and like mike you remember back when there was all those nude pictures of the hollywood celebrities that came out 
Yeah, and, yeah, the and, fappening. Yes, exactly. And they and they figured out in the end that the way the dude got the passwords was by calling up like Verizon. What? And, yeah, <laughs> that's how that. <laughs> that's how he did it. He did not. No one was hacked on a computer. It was all social hacking. He called up Verizon and talked the fucking people, the operator, into letting him change the, their password. He was like, I'm Jennifer. I'm her assistant. And like he just like pushed them and pushed them, and they did it. And in the end, that's Shit. how he got their information. So the idea, that's what a lot of, I remember I was watching some uh, documentary about hackers or something and they said that every hacker is also a great social hacker because in the end people make computers and in the end people are the ones who are the real gatekeepers you have to learn how to talk to people so it would be interesting if this whole thing is kind of like some sort of hack or something but it how does that relate because i am convinced that if her book, if this story of what happened to them is really true, it has to be related to what we're seeing now, right? Like yes, I keep on that, trying mm -hmm. to look in the background, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, like is that is that the director guy in the hotel that Bill and Darby are in? Or like is, I keep on trying to, you know, like when they fooled that couple, I was like, is that one of the people, uh, you know, um, to, oh, that was the last episode, like get into the room or whatever. But I don't, I haven't seen a, a lot of things that even say this exists in the same world, you know, except that I, climate I think, change I think thing. That, I think the show's big reveal is going to be the, whatever connects the two things. And yeah. it, it's, and I think it's why they were so coy with the name of, of whoever this is that this ring belongs to. Uh, well, yeah. well, not who it belongs to, but you know what I mean? The, whoever the, the, the person that Darby now believes is the killer they're looking for in the flashbacks. Like why she was like she named everyone else Eunice Bell Patricia Patricia Bell Edward Bell and then like and his son like okay yeah <laughs> like who him like all right it's <laughs> <laughs> very obvious what we're doing here uh, but yeah I think that's why they they did that and I think that whenever we get to whatever you know in the finale whatever the big you know reveal is gonna be uh, I think we're, that's when we're gonna learn why they they didn't give that name and that's what's gonna connect the two times. And that's why I was kind of intrigued by uh, the idea that it was her father until uh, until I thought about like, damn, well, she would have found that out on Ancestry.com when she was doing her research. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. But, yeah, I think that's going to be the connection. Yes, definitely. Um, wow. We've talked about a lot of stuff. Do you guys have anything else that uh, that you wanted to bring up? Ando, Mike, um, anyone? Bueller? Bueller? There was one. I had one other inconsistency I thought was kind of strange, and it, it involves Lou May. Um, when we see the when we see the uh, what the heck do you call it the the laser um, lidar lidar, lidar. Yeah, there yeah. we go. And we go and we see the everybody playing uh, playing poker, and it's mm -hmm. Lee and Lou May and um, the black guy. Yeah, uh, Martin. Because <laughs> he's the one. I, I don't know his name yet. Martin. <laughs> I yep. just call him Spike Lee. <laughs> Spike Lee. <I> don't <laughs> and the laser thing also shows Marius playing. And when Lee gets interrogated later on, she does not mention Marius there. And and it said Marius was there the entire time. I, I'm wondering if that was an oversight or if that's important or not. But I thought it was an interesting, interesting thing. And the other thing is that about that whole LIDAR thing, when Andy says it's only in public areas, 
but yet they still he still looks into Bill's bedroom when they go show Darby looking in there when Bill's dying. Yeah. And why did he show, why did he show Darby that? That's yeah. So something about that was weird. That was very like I, in my notes, I didn't talk about it in my video because by the time the episode was over, I had forgotten about it and it, it wasn't something that, that became something at least not yet. But Mm -hmm. I, I even put it in my notes, like Andy quote unquote, accidentally (laughs) allows, uh, allows Darby to see her, see yeah. her watching Bill die. I'm like, I, I don't believe that. And he even, he even clumsily is like, oops, I was trying to shield, shield you from yeah. that. Like, it didn't, that it didn't even sound yeah. believable. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, let me close that window. Like, it, it didn't sound believable at all. But I, I can't think to what end. Like, that's, that's anytime I have a theory, my next thought is to what end? Like, how, why would this person do this? And I, I can't figure out why he would yeah, that's the thing. There's so many open-ended questions. It's hard to it's hard to even without any information. I just thought it was interesting to note it. Yeah, me too. Um, interesting guys. Interesting. What do you think of um? What was it that Sean, Sean and Darby talk about Rohan and? that Bill needed to tell her something and that Rohan needed to tell him something. And then Sean, I think when she's in that squeaky voice, but then she could talk a little clear. um, (laughs) She says something about like, they knew something that was a threat to Andy. Grizzly bear tracks. Am, am I, am I getting this right guys or, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little sound coming through this. uh, I don't, I don't remember exactly what she said there. I don't think I have that okay. jotted down. I, I've got a. I wanted to. I had a browser open that was uh, that was um, talking about it, but then it started playing an ad. Even though I have my ad. And this this there. show throws so much information at you that yes. could potentially mean something and could potentially mean absolutely nothing that it's yes. just hard to know what to note and what not yes, to note. That's true. <laughs> like that every, is true. I don't remember not having a, clue, a show not with, a clue. <laughs> I don't remember having a show with this many red herrings ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's a red herring and what isn't. Uh-huh. I'm like, do I do I make note of this? Uh, the only thing like I make note of the broad strokes, like, okay, this is what happens here. And then I make note of the things that stand out, like the like like showing showing Darby the 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 laser thing of her and Bill and you know stuff like that. But yeah, there's some stuff, man. I'm just like, yeah, I probably missed something there. Like the well, like the thing about uh something he she was gonna have a kid with somebody he only had sex with once. I completely missed that. I don't I don't even have a memory in my head of that scene. Well, like, maybe I, the way maybe the way you're doing it, Mike, is better than Axel and I, because you see where Axel and I end up way out in the deep <laughs> water without a paddle, so. Man, I, I would hate to take you guys' notes, man. <laughs> oh God, it's it's bad. <laughs> wow, it it is a I lot got of graphs fun. and charts and shit and string connecting. <laughs> yeah, it's all connecting sheets of it paper. It all caught on fire, man. It all caught on. Yeah, fire. The, the the wall in my office is like the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" meme with the yeah <laughs> different yeah, notes going everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember. I I can't find it right now. But there was something that she said about that they knew something about Andy and. I think it was just kind of a setup because I still feel like somehow anything that I don't trust Sean at all, um, nor do I trust that she's even dead. Uh, it just seemed the whole thing seemed fishy to me. Even the helmet thing seemed a little fishy, mm-hmm. but um, I guess we shall see. We covered a lot. Is it real? Is it Memorex? Is it VR? Maybe it's just maybe. 
Darby's just high on a lot of what was she sniffing? Ritalin or something or Adderall. 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 What what I never did that. What does that do? Does that Isn't make that you, just what they give people who are like who, who have ADD or something? It is just makes you is? super focused or something, right? Is that what it just? Yeah, like, I, th- I think I think so. Yeah, it's That's like it, a right? stimulant. Um, I think so. So I guess we'll see. But I sure did enjoy the episode, and I did give one a, a shout out, and you gave a shout out in your recent episode, Mike, of how beautiful this show looks. All the the nice oh, yeah. winter scenes and. It shot so well, and we don't. We talk a lot about the mystery, but the acting and the and the um, the cinematography, the direction, just high quality. And I really yeah, did enjoy this episode. Excellent. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah, so, I love when they get out of the hotel. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. Maybe they'll go. Maybe I want them to go to that where the robots are and hang out there a little bit. You yeah, know? let's go there in the next episode. They have yes. to go there once at least. Don't they? Yes. there too. You can't show that without, oh, yeah. <laughs> the robots start doing, she's like, they're moving in Morris code. What the, what's happening? Then all of a sudden they start dancing or something. She's like, I am fucked up. Holy shit, I sniffed the wrong shit. What the fuck did I sniff? Um, all right, folks, this has been fun. Mike, thanks for coming on. Tell people again where they can find you. Uh, uh, yep, You can find me on YouTube. Just search one Mike, O-N-E-M-I-K-E. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I think uh, it's at One Mike Network, I believe is the Twitter name. Um, and and of course on <laughs> Facebook as well. You can search the same name, One Mike. You can find me there. Pretty active on the on the Facebook. So uh, you can find me in any of those places. Awesome. And yes, folks, go watch Mike's videos. Uh, they are very funny. I was having a good laugh while I was riding on my bike <laughs> today. Um. It's, it's always worth tuning in for the rants because they're always yes, perfect. Definitely. <laughs> I, good stuff. I might have another one when I do my Fargo video, man. There was a lot going on in this latest Fargo episode, man. Oh, I haven't watched the Ooh, new one yet. Me neither. I'm like I'm liking I'm really liking this, but I will say you've watched all the Fargos, Mike. I know you're a big fan. Andy, you're just picking up on this season, right? Yeah, I watched the first season and then I haven't oh, seen okay, it. Any, okay. I don't think I've seen anything else besides this. I do I've watched all of this season except for last night's. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I do think this is a return to form in a sense, but sometimes there's just some parts of it that are a little too much. Like it just it does seem like there are a lot of like just archetypical char- archetypical characters that it's a maybe a little bit too much like the first couple seasons. But then again, it is a lot of fun. I know you you're enjoying it, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I, I, I just this episode. Uh, I, there there were some things that I kind of didn't really like, and, okay. and I I feel like I might be being a little bit nitpicky, but like I I literally just watched, I just finished it like right before we started recording. Like I finished it, I I started dinner and and, and ran over to the school to pick up my daughter, and I I came back and hopped on with you guys. So. It's like still I haven't even really had time to process it yet. But like while I was watching it, there were things that I was kind of just like, oh, man, I don't know how I really feel about that. Like, I feel like these last two episodes haven't uh, been as good as the first two. The first two were really fucking good. Okay. All right. Well, we shall see. Um, Yes. And also, don't forget that you can catch Andy and I on Around the Couch if you're an NFL fan. You can subscribe to the Daily DVR podcast. 
podcast, which I put in all of our podcasts, like the main feed, or you can subscribe you to our, Around the Couch. If you think our theories are crazy on this show, Around the Couch is way off. Yeah. The so. <laughs> Mike's feeling good. How are you feeling about your lions there, Mike? Mm. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I was taking a drink of water. Um, I'm actually kind of worried, man. Uh, <laughs> they've been <laughs> underperforming the past three weeks, yeah, and I'm defense. not. I'm. I'm a little concerned. But another one of the things that's kind of let me feel okay is that I feel like all the good teams kind of you know they they drop a couple during like the middle of the season. It's about who finishes strong. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to see who's going to look like okay. These were our issues during the first ten you know weeks or so, ten games or so, eleven, and you know this is what we need to do and and now we're going to get that together and then we're going to finish strong and i want to see who are the teams that are going to finish like the last 5 weeks uh really strong but like you know right now i'm, I'm actually a little bit concerned <laughs> um i feel like of all the teams that have the same record as the lions that the, all the other ones are are playing a lot better right now mm-hmm. um even even when they're even though the eagles just lost i still feel like the eagles are playing obviously better than everyone else uh, you know the 49ers i feel like they're playing better the cowboys are definitely playing better uh, I, I don't know. So, I think happy, that was kind of happy our consen- but concerned. That was kind of our consensus on the Lions last night when we recorded. I think is that we all thought they were they were like the fourth team, not quite to that level yet. But you get in the playoffs, and anything can happen. So, yeah, yeah. and then, like I said, it, it's there's still too much time left in the season. It feels like it's been a while, but there's still like five or six games left or something like that. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, five games left. Like that's pretty much a third of the season. Like there's still a lot of time left to see what happens. And that those last five games, that's really where you see what's going to, who's going to go into the playoffs having won for those last five and who's going to go into the playoffs. Like potentially the lions can go into the playoffs, but only having one, say two of the last five and they still make the playoffs. Cause it'll be 11 and whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, 11 and five, whatever, 11 and six. So like, you know, who's going to finish those last five strong and who's not. And, um, right now I'm concerned, but like I said, ev- you know, everyone's kind of been losing in this little middle stretch. The Eagles have lost, the Chiefs have lost. So, you know, I- I- I'm going to stay calm, hope for the best, and, and just <laughs> hope to get a division title and and really, really, really hope for a playoff win, and then I'll, I'll be happy. But uh, yeah, except preparing for potential disappointment as, <laughs> as, as is what always happens. Like, I think I kind of feel like it's starting to get cloudy. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been too much fun, man. <laughs> come on, come well, on. you're in a better, you're in a way better spot than Axelmy's teams are right now. So we'll we'll be cheering for you when uh, when our teams are officially eliminated. Well, oh, Axel, I think already is. But yeah, well, yeah. once the Vikings are you done, you still got a lot. You still got a lot to play for because we still got to play each other twice in the last three weeks. So that's gonna yeah. make a yeah. bit, and we yeah. and the Lions play the Cowboys in between those two games. So like that's, that's a tough stretch. That's gonna that those three games are gonna make or break the season. That's that's what that's what's gonna happen. So. Yeah. That's true. And then once you're in the playoffs, it just depends, you know, on who you're playing and how early you have to play a San Francisco or a Philly. Because I think it's really, that's how it is, right? They're alone atop. Then you kind of have the Cowboys and the Lions underneath. And then you have a bunch of teams that you're like, wait, they're going to make the playoffs? So the NFC, um, even though it does seem to have the two best teams in the league, after that, it like we talked about last night, Ando, it really breaks down where the AFC has like eight teams that are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. So that's why, you know, but pff, my fucking Jets, I think even if we, we had our Rodgers, I don't know where we'd be right now. Maybe seven and five, maybe 
I bet I, I bet know. you'd be in that neck of the woods. Maybe seven and five, right? Like fighting for a playoff spot. There was enough of those games there yeah. where they would have won if they just would have had one yep. more touchdown. So and still with Miami at the top of it because Aaron Rodgers would have no effect on Miami being fucking like maybe the best offense in the Doing NFL. What doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Tyreek is definitely going to get 2000 yards this season. That's, that's fun. He is so fun to watch. That's just really fun to watch. All right. Well, this is not a football podcast, <laughs> but we did yeah, talk a little recording. football. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I never stopped. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. There you go. So if you like that talk, listen to around the couch, um, <laughs> check us out. DVR podcast. Check out one mic. Hopefully next week, Bubba from the Double P Podcast Network and uh, Let's Solve Only, uh, not, I was going to say Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> Let's Solve a Murder at the End of the World will be with us next week. And I think we had, I think Solo has invited himself on for the finale, and uh, I believe you are correct. <laughs> he invited, he invited I, I got that impression too. <laughs> yeah, so hey, we'll take it. We love him. Yeah. He's our man. Yeah, so absolutely. Solo will be here for the finale and Hey, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for the reviews. Thanks for the stars. I know we got some on Spotify and whatnot. The new people that have come into our Facebook. Every time we do a new show, it brings new people into our little podcast cult. And uh, we always appreciate it. So take care, everyone. Peace out. Peace.